Dr. Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour. Just remember that the show is made possible through listeners and viewers like you. Just go to thepaulleslie.com and click on Support the Show. Thank you to all of you who have contributed. Now let's get into the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our great pleasure to welcome our very special guest, the one and only Oleg Frisch. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome, Paul. You're welcome. It's such a great pleasure to be on the radio in your program because, you know, first of all, I'm so sorry that I, I, I can't hear it in New York. You can hear it in but New I, York. We, I can? Yes, well, you sir. You have to send me a link to it, and I will be your listener, your permanent listener. Well, you know, Mr. Frisch, we have a lot of musical loves in common. I'm like you. I like the kind of songs that you record. <laughs> I didn't know about it. I, I, I would record more songs which both you and me love. Well, that's a good question that I was going to ask you. I enjoyed this CD very much. Do you envision a second CD? I have a, a very specific idea about the second American CD. It will contain of uh, hits or the so-called non-hits, so popular songs, but those which were not re-re-recovered very often. And I would love to cover songs in different languages which are well known in this country. Well, just for example, Besame Mucha in Spanish, like, but it, there, there won't be any Besame Mucha. Now, the songs which may be uh, popular uh, to any other people and uh, each community will recognize their well-known melodies. I was hoping you could kind of tell us about the man himself behind this recording. The name of the album is Bring Me Sunshine, and you are Oleg Frisch. So tell us, where does your story begin? The story probably began in uh, the Soviet Union. Uh, years ago, and it was years ago when uh, I was a kid, and when I really loved the music, the great American songbook, this uh, meaning was not familiar for me, because I didn't know that there exists any other kind of music but the Soviet uh, retro music, the Soviet patriotic songs, and uh, the Soviet uh, the Russian classical music. But one day, by chance, my friend brought me an, an probably illegally issued LP, illegally released LP. There was uh, The Shadow of Your Smile. Brenda Lee sang this tune. It was the very first song which I heard in my life in English. And you know, I fell in love with this language, with the music, with the melody. And it was for me, it, became, it appeared to me so simple, so plain. Because... Uh, American songbook, why people all over the world love this uh, tune, because they are melodic, they are very kind, they are positive, and they are very easy to sing. That's why people love all these tunes, the Sinatra songbook, the Tony Bennett songbook. Since that time, I started to learn the names of the singers, their hits. And I discovered a lot of interesting facts and names, and, uh, and also I love composers. 
and I know a lot of them in person, and I really love composers because they're genius people who create melodies. So how did you begin your trek into the wonderful world of show business? At the age of 17, I created a show. It was a psychic show, but it was a musical psychic show. So the musical psychic show uh, consists of uh, several numbers, and uh, one of them, which was and is and will be my favorite, was when I guessed this or that tune, this or that song, which the audience thought about. And I sang this song with my musicians. It was something like a musical encyclopedia. So I was like a human jukebox. And people, yeah, people ordered. And there was, we gave them catalogs. We gave the audience the catalogs. They consisted of a couple of thousands of titles in 26 languages. And I remember that there were songs in Japanese, in Ukrainian, in Spanish, in Italian, of course, in English. And uh, a lot of people, do you know which, uh, which American song was the most popular? All the Soviet people knew the song. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Well, hello, everybody loved this tune. And I love this tune as well. <laughs> and that's how uh, it all started. And then I recorded uh, one LP in Russian. Uh, of course, it was in Russian. And when I came to the U.S., I continued my TV programs, my TV career, and uh, my old idea to make a release, uh, it uh, became real. It, uh, it became real, and uh, I did it at the Capitol Studios with a wonderful Patrick Williams big band with uh, the greatest Al Schmidt. It was a very good time, and I love this release. Of course I love it, because it's mine. <laughs> with so many great songs from America, so many of these songs, how did you go about picking the songs that you wanted to record? Uh, first of all, you know, I call myself a digger, so I'd like to dig uh, tunes, names, melodies from the past and bring them to nowadays. Well, when you buy this or that CD uh, sang by the young uh, singer, they do the same stuff. They do the same repertoire. Everybody uh, sings My Funny Valentine or Summertime or Fly Me to the Moon or I've Got a Crush on You or some other witchcraft. I decided to cover the songs which were not re-recorded uh, just, um, say, within the last 20 years, like Bring Me Sunshine or Have a Good Time, Goody Goody, or some other uh, songs, and I've heard that song before, they are well-known, but have forgotten. I made up my mind to bring this these songs because they're really beautiful and also to remind people of their original singers of those people who originally recorded this or that tune with all the songs that you picked and there are some great songs on there could you pick a favorite track from the album well, my favorite track is actually a song, it's an original French song, a song which I really love because I knew it in Russia. In French, it was, the name in French, in French it was Que reste-t-il de nos amours? And in English, I wish you love. I love this song. I love this tune and I love the arrangement 
which Patrick Williams did. A very nice, beautiful tune. Well, tell us about the experience of working with Patrick Williams. How did you choose him? First of all, I knew who he was years ago because I am into music and uh, I have uh, a couple of his CDs like To Keep for the Room and The Threshold. Well, of course, the Sinatra duets because the last two uh, the Sinatra albums were arranged and conducted by uh, Patrick Williams by his uh, orchestra. And uh, I made a demo. And I sent my demo to, I think, five or six record companies. No one responded, as expected. <laughs> but uh, I got a call from uh, Gria, uh, Gria Williams, uh, the Patrick Williams' daughter. And she said that uh, they were given, they received this uh, demo CD. And Mr. Williams uh, heard my voice. He listened to the tunes. And he agreed he agrees actually to work with me. And you know, it, it was like a miracle for me because I've never even thought that the great Patrick Williams will work with me and I will meet him, never. He's really the greatest musician, the greatest arranger, the greatest composer, the greatest conductor. The band was terrific, terrific band. I was playing this CD, Bring Me Sunshine, and my sister, my younger sister, heard it, and she was listening to it. And I told her, I said, you know, this singer, he's from Russia originally. And she <laughs> said, no, there's no accent or anything. Say thank you to your sister, because <laughs> I invested money into the English speech lessons. Uh, I took some English accent lessons with the, the famous teacher, Sam Schwa in New York. And, uh, well, of course there is an accent, uh, and uh, I, I can't get rid of it because I, I'm, I'm not a Native American, and uh, maybe there is some charm in it, uh, because when, when you hear this or that voice, you even can recognize the singer by his pronunciation as well, by his accent. I, I can recognize Vic Demont. I don't know why, but I can recognize Victor Moon <laughs> right away. <laughs> well, speaking of Victor Moon, I wanted to know, who are your favorite singers? I have a very specific taste. You know, all America is crazy for Frank Sinatra and for some other um, greats. Well, of course, they are great people. But as soon as I heard some other singers in my childhood, I really fell in love with the, the other people. My favorites are Buddy Greco, Vicky Carr, of course, Blossom Deary. She's the, the most unique lady I've ever met in my life. Unfortunately, she passed away. My favorite act, my favorite life act is Stephen Eady, Steve Lawrence and Eady Gourmet. Nothing more wonderful I've ever just saw in my life. She is the most, she is the amazing singer. That's how people should swing and that's how people should sing. Edie Gourmet, for me, she's a, she's a top singer. And of course, I love such people as Chris Conner, the late jazz singer. She died a couple of years ago. I love Sue Thompson. I love uh, Al Martino, Bobby Rydell. You know, I, I met Bobby Rydell when we filmed a segment for my program. And before, I've, uh, I've, I heard him live in the concert. You know, he 
swing greatly. He is the greatest swing singer. And uh, he keeps the audience so tight. People are, they are attracted by him. And he's, he's one of the kind. I love Bobby Rydell. You see, I'm prepared. <laughs> I, know, I know these people. But unfortunately, uh, not so many Russians know who Anne-Margaret is, who Bobby Rydell is. They, uh, not everybody even knows know who Tony Bennett is. Because the Russia, the Soviet people, they know the top uh, singers like they know Frank Sinatra, they know Louis Armstrong, they know Ella Fitzgerald, Billy Holiday, because these people were well known in the Soviet times. There, they know Benny Goodman, of course, because he traveled, and uh, as well as Duke Ellington. But I would love to bring these names: Andy Williams, Neil Sedaka, Paul Anka, to bring them closer to the Russian audience, because these are the real world known celebrities. You spoke a second ago about bringing some of these singers to the Russian audience, and on that note, I wanted to jump back to your TV program for a second. Mm -hmm. You've had the chance to interview some amazing, amazing musicians. Paul Anka, you just mentioned. Andy yes. Williams. Yes, Killy, Killy Smith, uh, Trini Lopez, Engelbert, uh, a, lo a lot of people. You know, that was my uh, uh, another idea, that uh, in, in this country, everything is possible, and all your dreams may really come true. I really dreamed of bringing American and European singers onto the Russian television, because we have a huge audience, millions of people, and... Uh, these people, they are connected with our life because even if you do not know the name of Ingelbert Humperdinck or you do not remember his name, you know that he did Please Release Me, Let Me Go or you know the song Can't Take My Eyes Off You because no one knows Frankie Valley uh, in Russia. Everybody knows that uh, Ingelbert did the song, you know. Of course, uh, this dream came true. I interviewed Ima Sumak. She was the very first singer who traveled uh, across the USSR in 1961, and uh, her five-octave range voice amazed millions of Russian people, and I was in her house in California. I interviewed Shirley Jones and Jane Powell, and composers, Johnny Mandel, and uh, Marvin Hamlish, Jerry Herman, and all these people, I, I love it. I had some dreams which didn't come true yet. I would love to do a segment on Natalie Cole, say, or on Barbara Streisand, of course, the greatest Barbara Streisand, and uh, everything is in the future. Very good. Well, let me ask you, as interviewer to interviewer, who have you interviewed if you could pick the one person that you were, you, you had to pinch yourself, you said, I can't believe I get to talk to this person. Who would that one person be? Kanye Francis. You will be amazed. Kanye Francis. Because she has a really true and realistic life story. I love stories. Uh, many people, uh, mostly nowadays, from the young generation, they create stories. And that's why the whole PR industry exists. But her story when she was raped 
and when she recovered, when she spent her years at the mental clinic for mental disease people, when she was under drug addiction, you know, I was shocked. We uh, communicate with Kanye, and uh, she was uh, a real superstar in the 50s, and uh, she was one of the best voices of the rock and roll worldwide. And uh, I was in her house a couple of times in Florida. I was really shocked because my head can't contain and understand and realize the information how a world-known celebrity could be without securities how she can she, she she could live not in the hotel but she she stayed in the motel in Westboro where it happened and how could the youngster just appeared in her room we cannot imagine like the today's celebrities like Beyonce or Britney Spears could be so easy to reach it's it's impossible to imagine and uh, of course uh, her songs and her voice well, I love Kanye. And of course, such people as Donna Summer and Gloria Gaynor, they're also people with true stories, with a very difficult, with a very difficult uh, life, life stories. But Kanye is uh, one of the kind. And Brenda Lee. Well, I, I love all of them. <laughs> I love all, all of them. One of the songs on the album, Bring Me Sunshine, I think it has kind of an interesting personal story for you. And that song is Rhode Island is Famous for You. I heard it um, on the Blossom Dearies record. And uh, actually, I heard it uh, when she did it in the concert. And after the concert, there was a place in New York City called the Dennis Skylight Room. And Blossom appeared there every Saturday and I think every Friday and every Saturday. And there were full houses year by year. And then I bought the CD, and she was on my show. We became friends, and uh, it was so wonderful. And one day, I went to the Federal Plaza to pass my U.S. citizenship exam. They asked me a couple of questions. Well, I don't remember um, which were the questions, but they were the, the geography questions. And I started to sing this song, Copper comes from Arizona, peaches come from Georgia, and lobsters come from Maine. And the officer, she was so shocked, she said, oh, I'm from Maine. Copper comes from Arizona, and lobsters. Oh, this was so funny. But don't forget that you are in the federal building, that's official building. I said, well, instead of answering uh, the questions, let me sing you this, this tune. It's an amazing tune, very wise tune. Its uh, lyrics are wonderful. It's so funny. And of course, I passed my uh, <laughs> citizenship exam, exam and uh, the song was you know, just right in time and uh, right in the, uh, the right place at the, uh, at the right time. And uh, I, I love it. It's so funny. The most, the funniest song. I want to reach Jonathan Schwartz and to give him my CD with this tune, because this song was written by his dad, Arthur Schwartz. Interesting. You see? I am prepared. <laughs> <laughs> you also recorded one of my favorite songs on this album, written by my friend Ralph McDonald, When You Smile. Mm -hmm. Tell us how you picked that one. Well, this song um, is considered to be not the great American songbook piece. This is the song actually uh, considered to be uh, the British classical music because Shirley Bassey recorded it uh, originally and uh, uh, William Salter 
co-wrote this tune and uh, this song was not so well known in this country. When you smile, I can see you and me, me and you. And um, Patrick Williams did the original arrangement. By the way, there exists a Russian version of this tune. Наступает рассвет, день чудес настает, отчего мне всегда так везет. I knew this tune since my childhood, and when we picked up, were picking up the songs for big band, for the full band arrangement, I said, when you smile, that's amazing tune, I love it. And we recorded it. There is a Dixieland, and there is a swing, and the different uh, styles of jazz. And uh, Patrick Williams, he did his job well. And uh, it's also one of my favorite tunes. When somebody listens to your album, what do you hope they get out of the experience? First of all, when you are in a low mood, I strongly recommend, if you want to keep up your spirits, listen to my CD. Because each song is... a uh, piece of positive emotions. They're very positive. They're very optimistic. Why I named the album Bring Me Sunshine? Because this tune and the title itself, they contain a very, very primitive idea. We live to smile. We live to get happiness. Uh, because everybody thinks and dreams about the same things. Be happy, be good, be successful, and to bring sunshine to your close friends, to your relatives, to people whom you love. It's so simple, and that's what really everybody needs. Bring us sunshine. I have two final questions. One is kind of lighthearted, and then the last one's a little more serious. For the lighthearted one, what is your all-time favorite meal? A very interesting question because I am uh, I am uh, keeping on to diet right now. I'm losing weight. I lost uh, about 20 pounds within 20 days. Each day I'm losing a pound. I love vegetarian food, which is nicely prepared, which is nicely cooked. I love salads, but um, one of my favorites uh, one of my favorites uh, is uh, chicken breast with uh, vegetables. That's what I love. Medium cooked. Now for my parting question. This broadcast is going out to people all over the world. What would you like to say to all the people who are listening in? Uh, first of all, thank you so much for listening to my music and to our interview. Thanks for your time. Uh, but I want to wish everybody love and smile. Smile more. When you smile, you feel happy. That's what we need. And of course... I'll be very happy to be in your area and to appear live and hope to see live eyes, live faces, real live people who love this wonderful, positive music, which we call the Great American Songbook. I love it. And thank you so much for you. And thank you so much for everybody who listened to our interview. Thank you very much. And I do hope you make it down here to Atlanta sometime. It would be great to hear you sing. I'm dreaming to come to Atlanta. I, I was only in the Atlanta airport when I changed flights. <laughs> well, I, I love to travel. And you know what? It's not, it's not about Atlanta, but I've opened, I discovered Branson. Not so many Russians know what Branson is. For me, it's a small miracle. I love Branson, and I'm dreaming to appear in Branson. 
you know, that's, that's amazing. The country itself is amazing. And Atlanta is amazing. Uh, I have a couple of friends who are the Atlanta University graduates. And one of my close friends, he's an immigration attorney. And he uh, just, uh, he took his classes and he graduated from the Atlanta University Law School. Goodbye.